So we're just going to drill your taint. Wendy, get your tits in here. Lifestyle.com. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. I am, once again, as always, your host. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the program. It is episode 182, almost said 182 of the show. Very, very stoked that you are here. Very, very stoked that you are a part of our world. You guys are the best. We love you, but not as much as we love our very own. I know you guys have missed him because people have been emailing me, tweeting me. People have been letting me know that they have missed co-host of the show, Ed Daly, who's been here in a virtual realm. He's he's reached out from, from across the pond, from a great distance across the narrow sea, to let us know he was still hanging in there, but we haven't had him live. This is the first time we've had him live in at least a month. Of course, I am talking about Hoboken's own Edward Daly. Ed, how are you, my friend? Glad to be back. Oh, Glad so to be back. To have you. Uh, I a couple things. So when I got to London, like from the airport, I just had the thought. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be great. I, I'm gonna have." I, I knew it was to- it wasn't completely uh, avoidable, but I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna really be able to turn down the Trump coverage in my life for like a month. Yeah. And on the train, there's like a train that takes you from Heathrow Airport to like the center of the city, and they have TVs on it, and they're just talking Trump, Russia, and shit like that. And I was like, this motherfucker just chokes the life out of everything. He's He's everywhere at all times. Every paper, front of every paper there. Like, it's it's just nonstop. Well, he's the thing is, he's really good at that. Like, that is that is his skill. His that skill. That is the skill. The skill he's got. Yeah, he's, he's a huge fucking clown, and he knows how to say things that get people to report on it. Yeah, but, but then returning uh, last week and... This weekend, which is hard to believe, you could really pinpoint it, but this this weekend was the low point of the two hundred or so days in office. This these shitheads, these shitheads in Virginia, who were all butthurt over honoring that white bearded loser Robert E. Lee, like the statue being taken down. Like he he was a fucking loser. He was a loser. Yeah. And these guys are just chanting fucking, you know, anti-Jew stuff. And, and like, it's just, it, it's so awful that there are people that are, are pining for the days of the South. And, you know, you think, like, if fucking Lincoln just said, fuck those dudes, let, let them be their separate country, they would have lasted, like, ten years. 
Like they wouldn't have even lasted the South. Well, that South was, was that, an agrarian society built on slave labor. Like that was the whole thing. Like the world was leaving them behind, and they were exactly. like, "Hold on, wait." You know, it's kind of like yeah. it's kind of like coal miners. Like, right. hold up. No, I'm still here. I'm doing this thing. Well, your thing isn't a thing anymore. It's over. This is the, like the, the industrial revolution had happened. And like there were like three countries still OK with slavery at that point. And like it was going to end. And then there were going to be this tiny country without any manufacturing. And like the, the war only lasted as long as it did because fucking trader Samuel Colt was like shipping him guns a few days into the uh, into the Civil War. He was a fucking douche. And uh and then, you know, it goes back to these guys. It's a fucking statue. It's a statue of days that you, everyone with a brain in their head has to understand that people are, there's going to be a good amount of people that are not super thrilled with the Confederacy. Like, you don't, you don't have to, I mean, you could, you could be racist and still understand people are not going to be too jazzed about a fucking con- Confederate statue. It's like these dopes in state college who, who are like, you know, just, out of their minds because they want to put Joe Pa's statue back, even though he was a fucking pederast helper. Like, yeah, statue. Go Get the fuck out of here. Go to Germany statue. and look for all the fucking Hitler statues over there. Yeah, and like, and these people who think fucking, you know, white guys are the only good contribution. Like, what? Like, all right, goodbye tacos. Goodbye, like most electronics. Goodbye, like a million things. Like, fucking white guys aren't the only thing on earth. I can. I mean, it's it's ridiculous that this is even a discussion. But like coming back to this, and then this fucking shitbird gives that on all sides thing. Like like there's a fucking side with the Nazis. Fuck him. Well, and you know, like everyone knew he'd be a shady president. But like you know, I get that Republicans were thinking, well, at least he's a guy who's going to sign some fucking. He's he's contro- he's controllable. Was their thought? Like, yeah, he sucks. He's an idiot. He stands for nothing, but he holds a pen. And when we need him to sign some shit, he'll sign some shit. Exactly. But like, even this weekend, fucking Orrin Hatch, a guy I'm pretty sure I have not agreed with on one thing in my entire life, and that dude was coming at Trump for his shitty performance this weekend, like. It's just he's he's horrible and everyone knew he'd be a shitty president and they just thought like maybe he wasn't going to be this shitty. But like, fuck him. It was it was clear the guy was a terrible idea for a president. Well, it's it's just so funny because it's in any situation where on one side there are Nazis and on the other side there is anyone else. Anyone else. Even fucking fucking Dave Matthews band. Yes. Even, even if it's a Dave Matthews band. Like, yeah, like and jam bands. Like if it's like, just jam bands for the Nazis, I'm a fucking jam band guy. There's there were there were no good guys marching alongside the Nazis because None. by definition, you cannot be a good guy and march with fucking Nazis. Like what is what's the fucking confusion? Right. And these dudes all in their polos and khakis and their Detroit Red Wings symbols for yeah. some reason. I don't know what that was about, but they're all marching with that and their tiki torches. And it's like, oh, and their bad haircuts. Like, none of these guys were like likable dudes. And I love how people are just pointing them out and they're all getting fired. Oh, that's the best part. Yeah. They're yeah, all. That's, that's the only good thing from this weekend. That's, that's the one good thing about the internet is that shitheads get their comeuppance occasionally. Right. 
Uh, I do like how they've, that was a conscious decision to rebrand, by the way, because you remember like in the 80s, like the Geraldo version of fascists was yeah. was skinheads with their fucking jack boots. And, that's right. And, that's right. All Doc Martens right, and, and, and their jackets yeah. and their fucking neck tattoos. And it was a whole thing. And but now they're like, oh, no, 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 no. We're fucking preppy. We wear fucking polos. Yeah, we wear polos and khakis. We look just like you. It's the fucking same guys. It's the same fucking assholes. And now the memo that went out like last week where it's like, hey, guys, we can't be so fat. Like we need to to, be keep it trim because we need like Nazis to look sexy. I mean, go fuck yourself. I hope all their dicks fall off. Fuck those dudes. I just like Robert Lee, Robert E. Lee. The dude was on the wrong side of history. Okay, sorry. Like, but what other leaders that tried to overthrow the government of the United States of America do we celebrate? Like, where are the monuments to King George and Cornwallis? <laughs> like, how <laughs> fucking how, Benedict Arnold say? Hey, the guy was you know he was on a side. You got to give him right. that, Benedict Arnold. Yeah, totally. Or should we just pick like every loser? Like, yes. oh, here's the fucking CEO of Betamax. Like, here's here's Carly Fiorina after you know after she went uh, belly up for HP or whatever the fuck. Like, right. we, we don't we don't celebrate losers. Like what? that's that's just not a thing. Like, where's the statue of Santa Ana at the fucking Alamo? Like that guy got shit done until until James K. Polk marked marched the fucking cavalry down there and kicked his ass before before he just sent some poor like unassuming U.S. soldiers across the line they didn't realize and then they got shot and it's like all right gotta go to war yeah sorry yeah yes exactly hey we have to break a few eggs sorry those soldiers who just got shot we're gonna need that the whole I love the I lo- James K. Polk probably might favorite president my favorite in the sense that he was a complete fucking shithead asshole yeah like he in his time like i because i've heard people like hey you know surprisingly he got a lot of territory and it's like yeah he did it by just fucking trampling and just having no regard for human life yeah and and the whole reason that he was so angry is because when he was like 17 yeah yeah he had he had kidney stones and they didn't have any real um, treatment. <laughs> they didn't have medicine back then, really. So they're like, well, this guy's in a lot of pain. What should we do? So they took a drill. <laughs> Get and, out the drill. Yeah, and the drill was like one of those, the only drills they would let you have in wood shop, like one of those hand ones where you hold the handle and you fucking crank and it turns the bit. Well, they took that and they... You know, under your nuts, the taint area between your mm. between your balls and your asshole. They went right up against that with the fucking drill thing, and they drilled right through his prostate, trying to get the fucking trying to get those <sighs> kidney stones out of there. Needless to say, it didn't have any effect other than to render him impotent for the rest of his life. So he was probably well, pretty pissed off, and that's why he fucking <laughs> stomped across America and yeah. took Texas for us. Well, if you think about it, these fucking you know white supremacists, maybe these guys you should say, okay, you can go back to that time. We'll put you in a little white colony, but all of your doctor practice, like all of your medical practices exactly. have to be – all the textbooks have to be from like 1800. Yeah. So we're just going to drill your taint. And, ch- and churn your own fucking butter and be fucking white and fuck your cousin. No, and, no TV. Yeah. No TV. And you, right? won't, you just, won't have to complain about Mexicans coming o- over the border and picking all the fucking cantaloupes that you were going to pick because that's your job. You can just yeah. fucking do it yourself. Do it all yourself and be white and be a fucking asshole. Oh, and sports? 
yeah, just only white oh, athletes. Of course. Of course. Like, right. Every sports memory you have, wipe that out. Just white guys. Eight, it's just eight. Larry Bird three-pointers. That's all you got. Adolf Rupp posters everywhere. Yes, <laughs> totally agree. Um, one, one quick thing. I don't remember if I totally talked about it. When I was in Spain at the start of the trip, and then oh, I had yeah. to go back. Oh, when it was real hot, yes. It was fucking 109 degrees. I was like, this is, this is not okay. But, and then it was 109 degrees. And then at night, laying down at night, zero air conditioning. Like, Awful. No air conditioning. But the the thing I was going to point out, it you forget because we've been conditioned for 20 years to not have cigarettes around us. Like you go to a place like Spain and it's they they will blow smoke in a baby's face. Like it is smoke all smoking all the time. And London London is like New York. Like they've they've banned it from every place. Too so, right. you know, my like my day to day in London, you don't see I mean you Wait, see some Euro- smoking in London? There hasn't been since I was in college. Oh, that's like crazy. It's the same. Yeah, it's like New York, L.A. Like, like it's just when, when you ban it from all these places, public places, like, you just, you're just not around it as much. And, like, I get people still smoke, but, like, the numbers are way down. And then you go to a place like Spain. I mean, you go to a place anywhere, really, outside of uh, America, for the most part. And it's like, there's just cigarette smoke everywhere. Yeah. It's just, it's a weird thing. It's like, takes you back to college. Like, you... You have a hard time processing so much smoke. Yeah, it's always a little weird when I'm like, I'm like, hey, what the fuck is that? Like, it's you're like a little taken aback at first. You're like, I I know that smell from somewhere. I I recall it from my childhood, but I don't know exactly what it is. And then you're like, holy fuck, somebody's smoking. And you're like scanning the area like, where is this person? It's this is crazy. Uh, Ed, before we get into the stuff today, I um yeah. I have to tell you this weekend, I spent nearly the whole weekend doing yard work. Oh no. Oh my God. Ed, there is a reason they do not call it a yard blowjob. <laughs> I mean, F minus work. Zero stars. <laughs> would not just minus sign in front of it. Do not attempt. So awful. And I don't have I don't have like a back 40. I don't like oh, ha- yeah. I don't have to mow or anything. Like I have like we live in it's a house, but it's just like a little, you know, like small, mostly cement backyard, but you know, there's a, it's like, there's kind of planters around and I'd let the fucking weeds grow. And I had to, I had to mulch. I had to fucking get bags of this mulch and put it down and really clean. And you get a big bag. Cause I used to do some landscaping for like some rich dude. Like, I don't know if he had other plans for me, but he just hired me to be his like yard boy when I was in high school. And you'd get these giant bags of mulch, and like it would cover such a small fucking area. You'd be like, "Wait a second, yeah. that's it? Oh, that's no, all? Yeah. That's all? You got to keep doing it. It oh, never ends." No, I'm like, "Oh, what? Well, you know what? Two bags will do the whole yard." And I'm like, "You know what? Just to be safe, I'll get four fucking back to the back to the. Oh, also, Lowe's is my nearest home improvement center, which is it, which is like." Worse it's, than ghetto it's, Home Depot. Yeah, it's Home Depot's stunt double. Yes, it's so bad. It's just so awful. Do not recommend. I hung a bunch of lights outside. It was just basically the worst weekend of my life. It was awful. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel for you. That's There's nothing fun about that. Yeah. Do you want to check 
in with some, let's check in with some emailers. I'd let, yeah, pe- let's do it. I let people know that you were back just in case they wanted to reach out. Uh, first email, this one, Ed, right, right up your alley. The, mm-hmm. the subject of this email is European dongs. <laughs> Ed, you just made it stateside, and I know the hot button issue everyone wants to know is: Do those snaggletooth redcoats have small peckers, and why do their women drink so damn much? <laughs> P.S. I've only spent three weeks in Europe, and it was mostly in Cork and Amsterdam, so my views are slight, are slightly skewed. Always yours, Ernie Solomon, aka Coach Solo. Thanks for that. Ernie, did you, can you attest to that, Ed? Do the, do the British have small dongs? I feel like they would just have the regular size dongs. I, w- I would assume it's very regular. I mean, again, we're, we're, we only talk about checking out celebrity dongs. I don't need exactly. to know some, need dong some fucking man. bloke. Yeah, bloke next to me. No, I don't, I give a shit. But uh, as far as the women drinking, I don't, I don't particularly notice it in London any more so than, you know, New York. But um, I when I was in college, I did a, like I went to Dublin for like a couple days and then just went like out into the country and went to the, one of these local pubs and fucking women are tying one on. Yeah, they get but after it. I have a feeling that's because Irish people are really ugly, like in Ireland. <laughs> yeah, like, people are fucking ugly over there. <laughs> <laughs> like the benefit of Irish people here, and and I did one of those DNA tests, and it was right. it was overwhelmingly Irish. Of course, so I, my 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 goofiness is uh, is well established, but at least I've got some parts of something else in there. Right, like when you're a hundred percent Irish, that's a that's a tough <laughs> tough road to hoe. Tough road to hoe. <laughs> um, but and I, I I don't remember them drinking a lot in Amsterdam. I remember also I went to like the the real Hofbrau house in Munich. Oh, I've been there, yeah. And and women were fucking like old ladies were just down in those giant steins. Like I yeah, they they'll put it away. They, over there. they but, you know they, they drink to forget over else. there, right? What's that? Germany, they're drinking to forget, right? Yeah. Like an old person. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of memories you want to just eliminate. <laughs> you want one of those uh, like special sci-fi things where they just zap your memory. <laughs> so they drink to forget. In Ireland, they're drinking to forget they're all ugly. That's my thought. Uh, okay. Another email. Hey, B. Caught my mom watching that awful Jamie Foxx Shazam game show. Is it too late to leave this family? Also, how much does this affect the Dodgers' chances of winning the World Series? That's from Francis in Glendale, heterosexual. <laughs> Thank you for that, Francis. I'm not aware of this Jamie Foxx hosting a game show, but I don't blame him because that is some good-ass money for very little work. Oh, yeah. Um, I read a... Uh yeah, I, I read um, this song, like, while I was in London, I read the Letterman biography, that, like, the big one that came out maybe the beginning of the summer. Yeah. And he was he was on that circuit for a while. And, like, that was a good gig if you get it. Like, you, you, you know, you host one of these shows, and, like, the money pours in, and you film five shows in a in a day, and that's it. Oh, yeah. This, this Alex Trebek works, like, six weeks a year. 
Yeah, and he's he's got to be making tons of syndication dough. Yeah, I feel like his salary is like let's do let's take some guesses. I'll look it up right now. Alex Trebek salary before I hit enter. Uh, I know I've read it before, but I'm going to say it's right in the like 25 million range. Oh, I was going to say 10, but yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. I might be I might be going a little high. Let's let's see. Alex Trebek salary I've got net. Oh, yeah, annual salary of ten million. You're right. That's still pretty good for six weeks' work. Sure, um, but yeah, that's that's a good gig. Um, as far as your your mom uh, watching that show, it's better than my mom just watches the fucking cable news oh, and yeah. then wants to wants oh, yeah. to discuss Talk with me it. all the time. Yeah. And like they whip her into a frenzy about stuff because you know when you're like she'll she'll watch like all morning. Of, a, of some, you know, MSNBC yeah, or yeah. whatever it is. And then she'll want to talk about, you know, the things they were, the points they were belaboring for fucking four hours. Yeah. Uh, I know. I can't. You know, do. you'd rather your mom's doing escapist television. I, uh, I, so I went, I haven't talked to you. Weekend before last, yeah. I, I went to do my annual pilgrimage to Wrigley Field with some of the guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you what, it's, I didn't go as hard as I have in the past, mm-hmm. but I'm just getting so old and out of practice that it's so hard for me to drink. But I still, I felt okay when I came home. A couple days later, I don't know if it was food poisoning or I just assumed any, any kind of stomach-borne illness was always food poisoning, but I Googled it and the, and the Google says that's not the case, that I could have had some kind of virus. But I woke up in the middle of the night. Are you, were you in denial that viruses exist? Well, I didn't know. I didn't, I just thought like if you get, if you're, you know, if you're expelling, if your body is ridding itself of toxic right. things from both ends, I just assumed that was primarily. Right. Food, be- food poisoning is, of, is a rough one. Yeah. And it's, and yeah, food poisoning typically lasts longer than a regular stomach virus. So, which is apparently what I had, but I, so I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, fucking, I'm like, what's like my hips hurt and my back, like it was real achy. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And I got up and I started taking a leak and all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, this is, there's more happening here. Oh, it's go time. It was go time. And it's, I'll, I'll spare you the details, but I, I was near death. I was in the worst, of, was the worst I've ever felt for about six hours, just shivering, puking, just awful. And the next day I was just fucking laid out. And I, I'm not a guy that misses work, but I was like, I just can't, I cannot move. I cannot get off this couch today. This wasn't the day after. No, it was two days after. Back. It was two days after. So that's weird. that's that feels like it should be unrelated. Then I agree. I don't. You know, I don't know if it's something because it says it could take a day to two days to hit you if you get a virus. So I don't know if I pick something up on the plane. You just never know when you travel. Yeah. And I made the mistake. I was just could barely move. I was laying on the couch. I made the mistake of fucking turning on the TV in the daytime. Mm-hmm. First of all, Charlie Rose. This, how old is this guy? How fucking old is this guy, Charlie Rose? He looks like he's 114 years old. Why is, why is he still on TV? 
Yeah, oh yeah, he's he's working more than ever now. Yes, what's right? Works. He works with the Gail King uh, morning show, and then he's still got that show where it's in the dark. Oh, he, he does he does an interview at no, a giant like, round table. Sometimes I'll watch that show because like he might have the Beastie Boys. He had Nas on; it was pretty good. Right. Like he'll have a or interesting author, Letterman, whoever. But it's always in the fucking dark. Right. And like it's, that said, the giant conference room table, like what what are you doing, buddy? But, but also, also, it's on PBS, so you really need to run into it. Like you're not gonna you're not gonna yeah, see it on purpose. On top of that, like I know PBS, it's a tough gig. They don't have a lot of extra money. Right. But like it's like they can't afford two light bulbs for that set. Well, it's crazy how dark it is. That he's so fucking old. It's like on Moonlighting when they when they'd shoot to cut to <laughs> cut to. Uh, yeah, they'd put a, Bruce, uh, like a wax paper over right. the uh, camera. Bruce Willis would be all well lit and shiny, and he's fucking twenty nine <laughs> years old. And yeah, he's losing his hair, but he's handsome as fuck. He's getting laid, and then they then they pan back over Matty to Sybil, Sybil Shepherd, and for some reason you're looking at her through a fucking lens covered with vaseline <laughs> that's right wax paper and vaseline you could barely make out her features <laughs> same same uh, with charlie rose they can't light him up too much he fucking might die the guys the guy looks like larry king's grandpa i got i got another fact for you i remember stern talking about this when stern was in dc charlie rose maybe he was like the anchor in dc right, or something yeah. he said like he got invited to some of his parties legendary coxman i believe it I believe it. Just dude, dude laying pipe. Yeah, like late seventies, early eighties. You're you're the yeah. newsman on yeah, you're local Robert. TV in, in Washington D.C. I mean, you're walking out with the hottest chick in every bar you yeah. walk into. You're no walking, question. You're walking home with the Redskinettes. Yes, totally. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And the, as to the Dodgers, like they're so fucking good that they can only disappoint. Like there's not, there's no way the Dodgers are going to win the World Series. They're going to blow. I like how I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago that they're going to blow a divisional series to the Brewers or the or the Cubs. And I said the Astros, and I was like not joking. And then a whole bunch of people were like, "Hey, dickhead, the the Astros are in the AL." And I'm like, "What yeah, is that like, true?" I don't- I don't understand that switch where we had the Brewers used to be an AL team right. and the Astros like. Why do we need to switch leagues? Yes. What's, what's this all about? <laughs> Just leave them where they were. Like they're That's close like, enough. I they're both in the middle. I mean, you know, of all the sports, if I did like a pie chart of my sports viewing, uh, hockey is less than one percent for me. But I still am floored when, like, the last couple of years, I see the Red Wings are in the. They're in the East. East, like yeah. what? Yeah, I just what, learned that. On? Yeah, the the conferences are very confusing in in hockey. Very, there's a, there's like a south. It was even it was worse back in the day, and it'd be like the Norris Division Campbell like, Conference. Yeah, just like random names. Yeah, yeah, that was very odd. Okay, one more email. Oh, Ed. Yeah. yeah. Subject of this email is Daily's Choice Request. Oh yeah. Daily's Choice. It's the choice I made. Hello, ballers. Getting there with the older episodes almost the whole way, and thanks for making my one and a half hour commute from work a couple of days a week all that easier. My daily's choice request is of two legendary coxmen and men that held the highest of office in the in the free world, Ed. 
Would your eyes swing at the man who banged Marilyn Monroe? There's movies about him and the name synonymous with American culture, Mr. JFK. Or do you want to check out the king of the highest hookers, known playboy and almost first man, Mr. Bill Clinton? Keep up the fantastic work. David in Salt Lake for work. I like how he has to qualify. <laughs> no one goes to Salt Lake on purpose. He's like, no, no, no just hold up. Just hold up. Like I I'm ended here for up work, here. All right. I'm, I didn't come here for the fucking 3% beer. All right. I'm here for work. Right. I may, I got here because I made a wrong turn. Yeah, quick, quickly for the listeners, The Uninitiated, Daily's Choice is a game we play here, made up by listener Writes a Bill, who also composed the theme song, and that is where Ed Daly is confronted with dongs on either side of him at the urinal. He has only a brief moment to decide which dong he's going to check out. Which is it, Ed? Is it Slay FK, the just pimp of all pimps, or old Slick Willie? You know, I, I've I actually have had to consider these two dongs because there's a great book uh, about the presidents and their vices called "Party Like a President." Oh, nice! I, it's by it's by the guy. I think he's like the guy who runs Death and Taxes. That oh, website, uh-huh. Brian Abrams, something Abrams. Right. Anyway, Party Like a President, and they just go president by president. They're like, oh, this dude mm-hmm. was a big drinker. This dude yeah. was into you know. Sex, whatever. And then they talk talk you through it. But JFK was fucking filthy. Yeah. Like he yeah. got treated for like a flare up on the day of the Bay of Pigs, like like a gonorrhea flare up yeah. that day. Like yeah. he probably he probably had fucking like discharge. I, I'm checking out Slick Willie because I have a feeling JFK was like disgusting. Uh, I just I feel like Slick Willie, his dick would look like him, and I feel like he'd want you to check it out. Hey Ed. Look right. over here, my right. dog. Hey, he, look, I can see Ed, him doing the wristwatch. Why you look? Hey, why are you looking over there, JFK? Look right here. Look at this dog <laughs> over here. I, I feel like it's like he's got a. It's real pink, real pink like his skin, and it's like a right. real skinny shaft. It looks like a. Um, it looks like a, one of those long, skinny like a chanterelle mushroom. Uh, I feel like <laughs> I feel like Bill Clinton's got a real gross looking dick, and I just I just have to picture. At JFK, other than that wandering eye, and people really don't make enough of that. This dude had a fucking eye that was looking the opposite direction of his other eye. No one ever really brings that up, but I'll bring it up. Yeah. But I bet this guy's dong was just fucking spectacular, like a real manicured. Hog. Yeah, yeah, real. But I'm smooth. telling you, it was filthy. It was a oh, filthy. Sure. sure. Like I, I just think there are gross things well, oozing out of it. Well, them. hopefully, hopefully he's not in a fucking outbreak. Like I don't want to look over and see a big, big smelly drip come out of it. But you know, if it's at its best, like put a little blood in it, and I want to have a look, JFK. Yeah, and uh, one thing that doesn't get mentioned with JFK, and right now, like, you know, not a big fan of the voice of our current president, but, like, JFK had a super annoying voice. Well, Boston. Yeah, like, that would be rough. Like, it was a thick, yeah, like, ugh. Yeah. It was was not good. He would would probably be pretty bad to hear on a daily basis. And, like... You know, like rich douche, like sailor, like, you know. Right, right, right. This old man was a congressman, like they're super just fucking fuck off wealthy. Like, I don't feel like we would have a lot in common, he and I, but still, dude was a man. Well, I wouldn't have a lot in common with him. However, 
I could see, you know, rolling up with JFK at Sinatra's place oh, oh. and there'd be like 19 Playboy bunnies there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't be too bad. Uh, okay, thanks for that, David, in Salt Lake for work. Uh, Ed, it's been a while, man. What is going on in the world of sports? This is a sports talk show. Let's talk about some yeah, fucking sports, dude. All right. Uh, since he hasn't been picked up by anyone, everyone has lots of hot takes on Colin Kaepernick and standing for the anthem. Uh, during the preseason, Marshawn Lynch sat during his game for the Raiders, and uh, the Seahawks' Michael Bennett did the same. Well, that made Seattle News Tribune John McGrath all kinds of wounded. Oh, fucking nothing worse than a sports writer. Yeah, the worst. Uh, as an accomplished NFL player, he has ample opportunities to serve as a ch- change agent preaching justice for all. Seven months during the offseason, six full days a week between August and January. But over the three and a half hours he's competing for the Seattle Seahawks on Sundays, his ambitiously virtuous platform should be limited to the mundane matter of winning a football game. Then he goes on for a few ba- paragraphs about how the fact that Bennett had a towel on his head made it even worse. Make the sit-down statement. Okay. Making the sit-down statement with a towel over your head pushes the line. He does? And it's and Bennett's job is to push another kind of line. <laughs> Brian, since John McGrath has such strong takes on how Michael Bennett should do his job, is it time to have him line up against Michael Bennett and see how he does there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, Or he- just have Michael Bennett type uh, an article instead of him. Like, he's a terrible writer. Let, oh, mundane matter. I mean, yeah, he's really reaching for that alliteration there. Uh, let's not let's not get our assholes all fucking puckered up about how other people spend their time during the national anthem. Like, if it's, it's a personal thing. It's you want it to be your thing. You don't want it to be your thing. Like, mind your own fucking business. I don't care. Right. What the it would fuck be aggressive does. if he decided. You know what? I'm going to set a flag on fire during the right. anthem. Yeah, like he's making his protest. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's it, he. He's not outwardly saying, outwardly saying like "fuck the the Marines" or anything. Like he's just he yeah. has his own protest. Like Every, let him do it. Everybody's got to choose their own path. And the, look, Colin Kaepernick. He made a choice, and he's paying the price right now. Like that's a fucking ridiculous price. It's <laughs> Christ. I, I like the Redskins' I, backup quarterback is Colt McCoy. I, like they couldn't they couldn't use Colin Kaepernick. Colt McCoy still in the NFL, huh? <laughs> well. That's the thing. They, there are so many guys like that. Yeah. Like I, I usually just turn anything on while while we're doing the podcast, and I see Mark Sanchez as a backup oh, on yeah. the Bears. Such like a, oh really the Bears? But I'm just saying, like these guys yeah. never go away. Like there'll yeah. be 12 years of guys that you haven't heard, and you're like, oh wait, he's still like you know those McCown brothers are never going away. No. Like there's just there's Josh and guys, the other one. They just yeah, they just keep. They keep showing up somewhere else. For my money, that's the best gig in the NFL. Of course. You make like 600 grand, a million bucks. If you're real lucky, like Charlie Whitehurst, you get you, somebody thinks you might be a starter someday or Kevin Cobb, and they go, hey, just here, we're going to give you 20 million bucks. Hold the clipboard and we'll groom you. We're going to groom you. And then you, you never get your fucking head cracked in half. 
and you just right. hang out there. Like the, the Chargers backup is Kellen Clemens from Oregon. And he's been there. He just stands there, been standing there for years, never gets in the game, never has to worry about shit. Probably has his fucking 401ks off the charts. His house is paid for. Like the guy's got a good fucking life. Yeah. It's the best. And game. then those guys can be coaches or yeah, announcers after the fact. Like they, they have a nice soft landing after football too. There was, there was something going on with, with Kaepernick and I don't pay that close of attention, but I heard a, a few people say this where they're like, how do we even know that Colin Kaepernick wants to play football? Like he's like, he's out there uh, doing his activism in the off season. Is this guy even ready? Is this guy even working <laughs> out? He needs to tell us he wants to play football. I haven't heard him say he wants to play football. Hey, I haven't fucking heard Tom Brady say he wants to play football either. Like, I don't need, I don't have <laughs> right. to, I don't wake up in the morning and go, hey, wait, I haven't got my text from Tom Brady. How the fuck do I know he wants to play football? Jay Cutler, who clearly doesn't want to play football, he gets signed for 10 million bucks. Did he ever say, I want to play football? He never told me he wants to play fucking football. It's weird that the black guy is the one that's got to tell us all he wants to play football. Right. It's so, such fucking bullshit. I also saw uh, James Harrison on the Steelers I give the, the old line. I love that guy. He, Oh, well, he said, uh, anybody who doesn't stand for the uh, national anthem on my team better be in a wheelchair. Like all this tough talking is like, oh, is the guy who knocked his girlfriend's door down, then hit her, then broke her cell phone so she couldn't call the police? Is that the one who's supposed to be telling us how we're supposed to live our life? Uh, Reconsidering my position on James Harrison right now. (laughs) Freaking broke! Like he hit his girl, and then knew like, ah, oh, she's gonna call the police. Oh, I know what I'll do. I'll snap her fucking phone in half yeah. so she can't call the police. Well, that would work. That's, yeah, that's, that 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 is a strategy, and that's to- like that's totally accepted in that league. But you make make a, any kind of political, vague political statement, right. you could fuck off. Right. I love yeah. that. Okay, what else? Well, this week there's been a lot of talk about dick pics, dismissal, and lawsuits surrounding Fox News host Eric Bowling. Uh, well, the associate professor of politics at Occidental College, Caroline Heldman, is one of them. In a Facebook post, she mentioned Bowling's harassment as well as the harassment of a prominent member of the 1993 Philadelphia Phillies, oh, yeah. Lenny Dykstra. Heldman wrote, on March 20th, 2011, Lenny Dykstra persistently asked me to a party and told me he gets sexually aroused when I talk politics. He also <laughs> harassed the makeup artist who was curling my hair at the time. So Philly.com caught up with the 54-year-old 50, nails to discuss. Now, while he doesn't remember Heldman specifically, he didn't deny it. She's one of the many, dude. She, she, she got to get on the space shuttle, Dykstra said. He contended that the professor was trying to to get publicity off him, but admitted he found politics talk from an attractive woman sexually arousing. Now, Brian, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the most, how much fun would it be to, to be Lenny Dykstra's kid and read this type of shit on, about the old man on a daily basis? I mean, I don't feel like Cutter Dykstra, who's married to Meadow Soprano, but Soprano, by the way, I don't feel like he's really... Um, keeping up. I don't think he has a Google alert for what Lenny Dykstra's up to because Lenny... Yeah, that's your fucking... Can you imagine that being your dad? Well, it's like Lenny stole his... He's, he was a ball player and Lenny stole his signing bonus. 
Like he was oh, like, Oh, no. I'm going to invest. You know, it was like 600 grand or something like a nice. He, he pulled of, a Gary Coleman's parents. Yeah, thing. It was like a nice chunk of money to get your life started with. And he's like, Oh no, I'm going to invest this for you. Oh, see you later, son. I'm out. Yeah. So, so I guess you're, you, you can just disown him at that point. Yeah. He's uh, the thing is Lenny Dykstra. He was the greatest stock picker in the world, Ed. Oh, remember they would do these, they would do the, uh, like Brian Gumble, like segment. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, Oh my God, it's unbelievable. No training at all. How do you do it? And then like to back them up, they got like Jim Cramer to be like, I don't know how he does it. He's the, mo- he's he's the, the most best. brilliant yeah. guy in the world. And it's like, no, nah, no, nah, actually you're all fucking full of shit. Yeah, meanwhile, of meanwhile, he's fucking, he's swallowing pills during the actual segment that they're shooting. <laughs> I mean, the guy was a fuck slurring. The guy was a fucking mess. Yeah, they're like, he was. must be a savant. No, no, no he no. actually knows nothing. Yeah. He's an idiot. Uh, okay. Anything else? Well, let's stay with, uh, with good old, uh, Fox news host, Eric Bowling And, uh, and that uh, Caroline Heldman. So she gave a r- full recap of her experience with bowling. And, uh, you know, he recently got canned for sending coworkers dick pics. And his har- harassment of Heldman started with sexualizing on-air comments. He called her Dr. McHottie four times oh, no. and smart, beautiful, and wrong so, twice. Oh, so creepy. Now, on bowling TV? A- yeah. Oh, my God. This was, well, it was Fox News. Oh, I mean, right, sort right. of, too. Uh, now, Bowling eventually began soliciting Heldman for sex, she wrote. Uh, he would contact me by phone and text after shows, sometimes to apologize for his behavior, and then he'd do it again, and sometimes to just talk. He said he wanted to fly me to New York for in-studio hits and have fun. He asked me to have meals with him on several occasions, but I found excuses not to go. Once he took me up to his office in New York, showed me his baseball jerseys, and in the brief time I was there, let me know that his office was his favorite place for sex. Uh, I know other women have had similar experiences with bowling, which means that a lot of folks at Fox knew about his behavior well before 2017. Now, Brian, now that we know Eric Bowling likes boning in front of baseball jerseys, uh, I think the question begs to be asked, would, what would be the sexiest baseball jersey you'd like to engage in coitus in front of? Uh, would it be a Kent, Kent Tacovi jersey or a Steve Balboni? <laughs> <laughs> or David Ortiz. I, I'm going to go with Tug McGraw. <laughs> yeah. Tug, now, Tug McGraw, RIP, t- awful country singer, Tim McGraw's dad, by the way. Uh, Tug McGraw, that was one of those nicknames Tug. that should have been like really obvious to us, but we were just very naive, kind of like the right. big unit. You're like, how did he get that name? I guess yeah. must be, must it just something because he was so much bigger than the other kids growing up. They called him the big unit. I mean, it's it's right there for you guys. The big yeah. unit. Well, how about Daryl Dawkins? Chocolate Thunder? Yeah. You have to think there was there's a meaning behind that one. Of course. Like these... These uh, they, these nicknames are earned, and baseball players—they're not like philosophers. They're not like uh, economics professors. Like these guys aren't real thoughtful people. They're pretty base. So if your nickname is Tug, you've earned that nickname probably in exactly the way you're imagining. I forget you forget about Kent Colvy. Man, that guy was weird looking. Yeah, you well the the baseball card vandals account. I saw it. You 
Yeah, you sent me the the right. thing. You said, "How fucking old is this guy?" Because he was like, I guess in that picture, he was supposed he was supposed to be like twenty eight. That's crazy. Twenty seven. He, he, he looked, looked like fifty. Yes. Yeah. He looked odd. Just so shocking. I don't know if if Kent Tacovi's worse or that one Ron Washington, where he was actually a little old oh. for a baseball player. He was still playing at like thirty seven, but he looked. 67 like the dude was not aging well (laughs) now he looked like cool papa bell like he looked (laughs) he looked like ancient Uh, um yeah but you know that that dude uh that dude who was uh fucking in front of his baseball jerseys yeah like that woman so i looked her up because i was like oh she she must be really hot and she's you know that like super bleach blonde uh look but then she also was harassed by you know her mentor constantly pressure for sex bill o'reilly of course was right. creepy right. and somehow like when she's telling a story also gene simmons got into the act gene simmons like, yeah like what lenny dykstra like i'm sure if the paragraph if there was another paragraph eric estrada would have made it into it like right. yeah i don't know she she's a, uh, oh. a magnet for the uh, the creeps all the big hitters well i was i was at the gym the other day yeah it was yesterday and I was like, there's, there was this girl working out kind of near me. And I just happened to notice that she had like tied a sweatshirt around, like around her waist. And she didn't look like she needed, she obviously wasn't cold enough that she would have to put that sweatshirt on. And it wasn't like she had a huge butt that she was trying to cover up. And I was like, what is, I was just wondering, like, why does she have that sweatshirt? And I go, oh. It's because she's a chick and fucking guys are probably leering at her constantly and it makes her uncomfortable. And then I and then I kind of looked up in the mirror and I saw two other dudes like pretending not to be like pretending to be looking at their phones and just like sort of like glancing out of their corner of the corner of their eye, like trying to make eye contact with her. And I'm like, that must just be a fucking living hell. To just always have to deal with unwanted attention from people that you're not interested in. So creepy. I remember um, when I was working, I I was working at American Express right out of school and uh, being at like the company gym. And there was like, there were a couple of hot uh, women there. And like all of the dudes who like work with these girls, women, awful, and they'd be like hitting, and then they've got to like go to work, but they would be like, "Hey, you need a spot?" Like all this creepy stuff. And I knew, like, I didn't know any of the people involved, but I knew it was just a real weird situation. These these poor women were just so creeped out. Awful, it's tough, yeah. It's tough. It's I mean, tough gig, fucking, tough go. Yeah, just terrible. Nod your back a bit, bros. Just relax a little bit. Oh, when you were talking about Tug McGraw, I was thinking about, I, I don't know if I've told this story about when uh, my buddy played in one of these these um, charity golf things with, I think it was Frank Wycheck in yeah, Tennessee. Yeah. Oh, Cinnamon and Roll. Like, yeah, he said, he said, who had the biggest stick on the team? He's like, oh, you mean Cinnabon? Yeah, Cinnabon. Like, Who's Cinnabon? He goes, oh, Steve McNair. <laughs> you know, he, his dick was so big, he had to like coil it up like a Cinnabon to fit it in his fucking jock. <laughs> we... <laughs> We we talked about that before on the show, and that's how that's when somebody wrote in to let us know that my former former yoga class attendee Nick oh, yeah, Nick yeah. Foles, who I'm not Foles. sure is still in the NFL, I'm sure he probably is somewhere. Um, he went to U of A with Nick Foles and said Nick Foles was by a large margin 
packing the biggest heat on the team at U of A. <laughs> Shocking. Well, you know how we know he's still in the NFL? He's white. No. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. It's true. He's right. He's there's oh there's a place for him. He's inoffensive. He's a he's a gym rat. He's, he's a, a gym rat. Yeah, he's coach's a coach's kid. kid. Yeah. He's a <laughs> he's a big dude that can throw it down the field. And guess what? He's always got his nose in the playbook. Yeah. Just loves true. to compete. My name is Brian. a podcast show I'll give hetero life a try If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man It's just uh, uh, my uh, you see yeah. A lawsuit alleges can be. Wait, hold on, the Finance bros sued for strippers and motorboating in the office Seems like, <laughs> seems like we have a theme here. A lawsuit alleges the office culture was so sexually aggressive, it was rivaled only by the business por- businesses portrayed in the film's Boiler Room and The Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. Big chasm between those two films, by the way. Like one, <laughs> Martin Scors- one Martin Scorsese. Same sort of topic. One Martin Scorsese, the other Vin Diesel. <laughs> Uh, That's right, it was Vin Diesel. A collection... Financial financial advisor. A collection of New Jersey financial firms is now facing a lawsuit after three former female employees say they were subjected to an extremely non-traditional work environment filled with sex toys, blow-up dolls, strippers, and nudity, according to the New York Post. Nicole Orlando, Evelyn Gronsky, and Donna Simone, those are some Jersey names. I bet I bet they have a lot of Aquanet. Have filed suit against the group of financial firms, all housed in the same building, accusing the businesses of fostering an office environment flooded with misogyny, where those who didn't participate in the sexually aggressive activity were ostracized or terminated. The lawsuit alleges the managers of the business blah, 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 made, forced employees to sign waivers acknowledging that the company would condone lewd activity in the office. I like when... Yeah, what what waiver like, is that? I like when people get you to sign shit waiving their own negligence. Like, that's not legal, by the way. I'm not a lawyer, but I happen to yeah. know that if someone's like, hey, I'm going to break the law later. Can you sign this thing saying you're okay with it? I don't think that's binding. Right. Blink if it's not okay. Yeah. You know, shit like that. Yeah. Anyone who didn't comply was laughed at for being, quote, lame, prude, or a tight ass, and summarily shunned or canned, the lawsuit states. Um, the lawsuit alleges two managers, Michael Hamill and Mark Mancino, again, Jersey, often ordered a female employee to their office by screaming, Wendy! <laughs> What's the name? Michael? <laughs> That's Jersey? Yeah. M- Mark Mancino, Mar- Michael Hamill. <laughs> Wendy, get your tits in here! And took turns motorboating her when a bunch of male higher-ups allegedly encouraged... Took turns motorboating <laughs> yeah, the just, office. Hey, quick... Hey, we're just fucking trading so hard right now. Like, go, quick break. Get Wendy in here for a motorboat. <laughs> Uh, where was I? Where, uh, encourage your feet. Oh, w- 
to when a bunch of male higher ups allegedly encouraged a female employee to lift up her skirt and press her bare ass to a glass window. I was a big fan of that, by the way. Manager Michael Marino responded by air humping it from the other side. <laughs> Strippers came into the office for special occasions and drugs and alcohol flowed like water. Ed, my question to you is this. Why does this happen everywhere on Wall Street except for the bond firm you used to work at? No, I told I told you that like when I first started, like my first week on the job, my my boss like handed me a thousand dollars and like because I was going or not, maybe not first week, like first few months, my boss handed me a thousand dollars and was like, yeah, make sure this dude gets a hand job in the champagne room type of thing. <laughs> like there was there was a little hint of the old Wolf of Wall Street days and then it like quickly tapered off but i i think i read the name or maybe you mentioned the name of like these weren't like legit no, financial no. places like these were very boiler roomish wolf of wall I, street style yeah when i when i went when i was at american express and i was like thinking like i'd like to get into like the the wall street world like i'd like to make some dough and i took like a couple interviews with you know, things that sounded like financial, like it would right. be like, they, they give it exactly a big time like, name. Yeah. You know, like Morgan Sternly or something. <laughs> you'd be like, that sort of sounds like that, you know, something like that. And then you'd have P- this PJ Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. And I remember sitting in like a conference room and this dude clearly had just watched the Ben Affleck scene in boiler room the night totally. before. And he gets in my face and he's like, do you like making money? Like, <laughs> Stop it. Uh, Stop yeah. it. Yeah. And he, yeah. And he goes, and then he's talking. He's like, guess what kind of car I drive? Like doing that kind of bullshit to me. He's BMW. Like, you want to make, you want to make money. We, we, you know, we work hard. We play hard here. He's doing all that shit. Yeah. And, and then like at the end, like then like just trying to like make me feel like a pussy unless I jumped at his fucking business that was clearly going to send me to jail. And he's like, Hey, Making money isn't for everybody. Right. And like something like that. Like, who the fuck is this guy? He's giving you giving you the hard sell. I was like 22, 23, and I was like, this fucking jackal. I am not going to get arrested because of this fucking. Fuck no. <laughs> uh, okay, Ed. You yeah. are a, you live in the tri-state area, so you ride a lot of mass transit. Absolutely. And apparently... There's a new trend on the subway, and I feel like you'd be able to speak to this, so I'm glad we have you. I'm glad you're back this week. I'm an expert on this one. Airdropping penis pics is the latest horrifying subway trend. There's, there's a new iPhone craze on the subway, and it's not the latest Candy Crush update. New York women have discovered that creepy men are using the iPhone AirDrop app to send them photos of their privates while on the same train. Since more strap hangers using the MTA are carrying advanced iPhones and awareness of the AirDrop app has increased, Local strap hangers have started noticing a troubling trend. (laughs) Britta Carlson, 28, was riding the Uptown 6 train to a concert on July 27th when a mysterious message popped up on her smartphone. iPhone 1 would like to share a note with you, read the note. She hit accept 
huge mistake and was horrified by what she saw. It was just a huge close-up picture of a disgusting penis, said Carlson. The message was titled Straw and was sent by an anonymous stranger. Was it Daryl Strawberry? Wow. I felt I really felt like someone had actually just flashed me. Carlson clutched the phone to her chest and frantically scanned the subway car for the pervert, but couldn't place him. She they had to get their dicks out. Like you know, dick lineup. That, she that must have been a funny thing because she was probably looking around like, he looks like he could have that dick. Right. Nah, he his that guy must have a beautiful <laughs> dick. Couldn't be him. <laughs> well no, I don't even understand. What is this? airdrop like you can just send pictures to people you don't even know yeah there's a little um i don't think i have it enabled on my phone but it's like if you want to if you want to send a file from your computer to your phone or like a link and you don't want to email it to yourself or you want to send like send it to somebody else's phone there's a thing called airdrop and if you're a close to each other you just enable that on your phone and you drag it over and then it pops up on their phone oh all right now now i'm enabled i know what to do so ed what do you think the next frontier for dick pics is gonna be and who's gonna be on the vanguard of that technology it's gotta be vr right yeah there's gonna be people are throwing virtual dicks at you when you're trying to like you know look at look at some uh scenery or something yeah, like you're in it like you're flying over the rocky mountains and you're like yeah oh, all of a sudden there's a fucking dong <laughs> just is, smacking whoa, oh my god is that balls <laughs> where those where those balls come from what the fuck is going on here yeah call me old-fashioned but i prefer my flashing to involve that old-timey brown raincoat oh, of course yes like I feel like that's what a flasher would be. Right. Now we just got guys with fucking iPhones. It's anyone. So weak. Also, when has this been successful? Like, I need to meet the guy who was like, so yeah, I was on the train with this chick and I went with the tried and true method of airdropping a picture of my hairy dick. And wouldn't you know it, she was into it. We're getting married next month. Yeah, mom and dad, how'd you meet? Well, it's a funny story. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, mid-July. We're, we're, we're on the yeah, six on the train. <laughs> <laughs> we're on the six, pulling into Grand Central, and what do you know? Pop! You got a message from your dad. Normally. There's a fella I'd like to meet. Normally, I wouldn't have ever spoken to somebody like your father. But when I saw that purple tip, I just knew this was a man I had to get to know better. Your father, you'd be surprised. He has just the right amount of veins in his dong. <laughs> like, chicks are not visually stimulated. No. <laughs> like, when are guys going to learn that? You have to right. talk You want to airdrop some poetry you wrote? Yes. That's going to have a better chance. Yeah. So good. Okay, Ed. Let's do it. it is time. It has been so long since we've had the entire gang together yeah, here. The band back is yes. back together. I mean, it's just it's, Wait, a, it's real a, quick. Yeah, they're just showing Ezekiel Elliott 
Yeah. He looks like Chaka from uh, from Land of the Lost. I was thinking the same thing earlier today. I saw him, and that fucking beard is weird. He's got the beard that connects to the hair, but it's like kind of just only on the neck yeah. and the chin strap area. Like, yeah, dude, he you looks gotta like shave. Chaka. Yeah, he looks like shit. It's not a good look. No, it's not. This the be- whole beard thing is out of control. I get it. If you're a little deficient in the mandibular area, like that, you just right. don't have a lot of chin going on there. Totally and understand. Some guys can pull off a nice, nice beard, but like yeah. it's gotten out of control. It's too much. It's they're unkempt. Like, let's calm it down, guys. Okay, Ed. As I was saying, it is time. You know, on this show, we talk sports. We talk pop culture. We've talked all the sports. We've talked all the dick pics, all the dong chat. It's all the motorboating. A lot of good motorboating discussion today. It is time to talk about the real news. And of course, we are joined for that by our very own pop culture correspondent, Fancy Sauce. She joins us now. How are you today, Fancy Sauce? Welcome back, Ed. We missed yeah, it's you. So nice to have you back. Thank you, Kate. Do not accept any airdrop uh, pictures. Did you? From anybody. Did you? Ha- I'm accepting all of them. Did you happen to hear that story from outside the studio? Where is? I did. Is that? Is that w- honestly a real thing? Would that kind of magic work on you? If, have Have you ever yeah. been flashed? What do you think? Yeah, she, I believe Kate has been flashed. Yeah, as a child, I was flashed. Michelle has been flashed. I was it's a flashed weird like thing. Two or three yeah. times as a child yeah. on different occasions. It was like a thing that used to happen. Like a raincoat type move? Yeah. 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 Just like gross, like perverts exposing themselves. Because there was no internet. Right. Really? In the 80s? Yes. When I was a kid. So I feel like that was how. Guys are just out there showing showing their dicks. Oh, yeah. Got their jollies. Yeah. Interesting. It's it's such an odd thing. We were talking about like. Seven, eight year old. And that was like a hit of. Ever, What's what, the end game? Yeah, there? I can tell you. I th- I think some of them have a more nefarious end game than just flashing you, seeing the look right. on your face, that translating to some kind of sexual gratification, and then going home to wank. Ever there was right. a lot of wanking, um, outside too. That's the thing. Oh, right. Well, that's they're ramping up the behavior. That's that's where rapists start. Right. They so start. By, it's like it's like serial killers killing, you know, right. cats. Here's exactly. Dahmer. Anybody, God forbid, is listening to this podcast and that's a compulsion you have. Uh, it's a mental illness. Yes. You can get treatment for it. You yeah, should get seek fucking treatment. help. You should Go get, get help. help. Go you get, get help. help. Nobody, if that's no, something that's nobody, on your mind. Nobody in our audience has that on their mind. <laughs> what now, Kate? What about in real life? Have you ever been like at a club or at a bar or restaurant oh, club. and a, and a gentleman <laughs> has just walked up to you and had been like, Hey, nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. Um, my name's Dan. I'm in finance and check this out. And he just flips his phone over or he just whips out his Jacobs right there and is like, Hey, what do you think? No, no. Oh. I think that's I feel like, like a social. I feel like it's romance thing. is dead. I feel like a, that's a that's a move for some guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, I never have actually received like unsolicited. Dick oh, mates. you're gonna get some now. Be careful. Be <laughs> careful. It's gonna be some in studio air dropping. <laughs> Me either. Uh, also, 
Dicks are gross. Yeah, that's the thing. Dicks. That's the dicks thing. Are chicks aren't turned on by looking at dicks. I mean, there's also, probably a small segment of chicks that if are. If you send me a picture of your dick, yes, two things are going to happen. Okay. What? I'm going to laugh at it. Yes. Then I'm going to show it to everybody. Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Uh, okay, Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? What is happening in... Fancy pop. I have some Hollywood movie news. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But just quickly, oh, we'd like to give a shout out to friend of the podcast, writer, screenwriter, Gary Doberman. Oh, yes. Who wrote the movie, the horror movie, Annabelle Creation, just had a huge week. It's number at one box. at the box office last week. Yeah. That, that movie, that franchise is killing it. Did I read something yes. like, he's killing it. The return the on that Annabelle thing is crazy. Out? Yeah. I think he, uh, he was on around the time the first Annabelle came okay, out, so which now, also was a big hit. And this one's a, hu- a big hit, hit for him. And, this is another big hit. Um, and heads up. He also has, um, Stephen King's, um, it yeah. coming out That's, in September, which he, will be, he wrote that bigger, too. Yes. Yeah. Which will be an even bigger. That's going to be officially when we yeah. lose him as a friend Shout out to G Dobbs because G Dobbs is going to be a little too big for us That's after right. that. It That's his quotes going to fucking it's cool. Go. How we launched his career. Yeah, I we mean, did. Yeah, we did. Proud like of us. A, um, edible arrangements. Yeah. That's yes, exactly. Uh, okay, right, Kate. So bravo. Good, pr- props to G Dobbs. I'm trying to speak louder because I heard Brian um, whinging to Ed about how my voice is so low. No, he was complaining about the talker. equipment, not you. It's the equipment. It's the equipment. Complains to me. Well, it's just that we're on the. You and I are Here's recording on the same you track. Now listen to me. Yeah. Sometimes I, I can vocal, hear you fine. Sometimes I speak low and not. Right into the mic. That's right. Sometimes I have vocal fry. Right. I hate it too. You're an auteur. And I do mumble IRL, so... This is your process. You know, I'm trying to work through it. I'm trying to be a better me. Also, sometimes sometimes you have an Australian accent, and sometimes you don't. Um, I you, know what's, do you know what's weird? Mm-hmm. When what? people are like Seacrest, and every word is so carefully yeah, pronounced, Perfect. it's mm-hmm. good to hear people talking like people. Yeah, Agreed. I totally agree with you. Yeah, I don't want to hear your Hollywood voice all the time. No. I'm going to take a sip yeah. of water. Or ever. Yeah, do it. Uh, so let's. So, what's going on in the world? Okay, of- Bravo has greenlit a dramedy. It's a combination drama comedy based on the life of none other than your favorite viral sensation, Chewbacca Mom. Oh, are you oh, fucking kidding no. me? Oh, my God. And Nia Vardolis. Long? Oh. Was that oh, Nia name? Long. Yeah, I was Nia a big Vardolis, fan. Huge fan. Behind- huge fan. The boiler room, very right? cringy movie. Nia Long was in Boiler huge Room. Rom com hit. My big fat Greek wedding. Never saw I it. Realize. Never saw it. Did Never you know, saw it. It's one of the most profitable movies of all time. For a long time, it was the most. It was the most. The biggest. Most successful independent movie ever. It is a very cringy movie. I've never seen it. Yeah. Never. Anyway, seen so it. she's behind it. So she. Hashtag I guess hero. She went on some talk show. Chewbacca Mom? She was in the midst of a promotional tour. She was booked on a morning show the same day as Chewbacca Mom, Candace Payne from Texas. Oh, they met up. Um, She pitched her. Became a viral sensation. Um, 
somehow people found the Chewbacca mom video entertaining enough to watch it. How many, how many times do you think it's been viewed? Well, Don't go like I do. Okay. I would say 3 million times. Okay, 10 million times. Oh my God. YouTube. Oh no. Still not close to my man. Psy and Gangnam then style. She got her own action figure. Whoop, whoop. Gangnam style. Yeah. What, what is that? Like wasn't that like a hundred million? million? She had the, yeah, just, it's like a billion. 20 bucks for her autograph. And people paid it. So this Nirvardolis, maybe rightly so, thinks there's a story in here about, you know, like an everyday person becoming famous via like a viral video. You know what? You know what? What happens afterwards? You, you know what's in it in, for this movie? This is a perfect ground zero for my sterilization laser. If you go to the Chewbacca mom dramedy, you may be subject to a secret blast from my sterilization la- laser where you will not be able to procreate because you'd actually get rid of a lot of Trump voters at the same probably time. yeah they're, I, they're gonna I be was thinking well, you could combine your first two stories and have your pal Gary write a story where oh, yeah. Chewbacca mom is <laughs> it takes a hatchet to the head while she's doing that uh, someone, I don't want her to die in real life but it would be cool to see that would be good that would be good hunter yes hey check this out oh, hunter, oh, hunter, oh this is so funny and then just the a fucking yeah. hatchet he come, he's back from the dead i just like to go on the fucking record and say Fuck Chewbacca when mom. Chewbacca mom came out I thought it was the dumbest fucking thing I'd ever seen yep everybody Reposted that shit yep. on Twitter and Facebook. I did not. I did not think it was funny. It is still fucking lame, and it's basic shit. So you know what's bad? I've got that Chewbacca thing. Like maybe mask? maybe a few a few days before I got it oh for my, my kid's birthday. Yeah, like, and I got it because they you know they were into Star Wars. I got it, and I was like. Holy shit. And then, like, somebody saw it in my house, like, a couple weeks later, and they're like, oh, you got that because of the Chewbacca mom? Put that shit. Like, what? What? <laughs> yeah. No. No, I didn't shit. copy Chewbacca mom. So funny. I, I pretty much hate everyone that's viral. I was just recently introduced to Jake Paul, who's the fucking worst human being on earth. I would not. Is that PewDiePie? That's not PewDiePie. No, he's whoa, so much worse. He's, he's a the YouTube uh, and star right. that like little kids, like tweeny kids, he's so, tween, so unfunny. And he's got a YouTube channel, and they all watch his videos. There's this one guy that his whole thing on the internet is that he does the splits in crowds, and he's like, "Look at me go in this crowd. I'm gonna go to Disneyland, and look at me, I did the splits." And that then that gets like 10 million views. Oh. This guy is just his claim to fame is he's the brother of that guy. Like one guy does the splits in a crowd and that's why he's famous. And the other guy is the brother of him and he's famous. Then then again, one of the most famous people out there, Kim Kardashian, got famous for fucking the brother of Brandy. That's true. That's true. Ray J. Ray J. So I've never, I've never been a fan of anybody that was a, a viral sensation, but I have a few, I have a few, um, Exceptions. Number one, of course, the grape lady. If you're not. Oh, yes. If you're not. Grape lady is the best. If you're not familiar with the grape lady. Chocolate rain. The grape lady. Hold on. Just Just, don't don't steal my thunder. Of course, number one, the grape lady. Number two, Leroy Jenkins. 
Leroy. <laughs> Leroy Jenkins. Apparently, Great. apparently, there's a bunch of Lee. I've just found out, and this kind of bums me out about Leroy Jenkins. My kid told me there's a bunch of Leroy Jenkins follow up videos, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, are they real? And he's like, no. He's like, the first one's real, and then there's like a bunch where he did it again, like trying to be Leroy Jenkins, like make himself a thing. That first one is so perfect. It's just like all so nerds funny. disappointed, so like all oh, Leroy. It's so funny. I can't even. And then third, of course. Introduced to me by Ed Daly is Tezante Chocolate yeah, Rain. Tezante. Te, te, recently followed me on Twitter and I'm like, holy fuck. Cause I only, for some reason I've had roughly the same amount of followers on Twitters for like eight years, except that it only ever goes down. It never goes up. Yeah. And, me too. And me too. Mine yeah. goes up by like five a year. Yeah. And so that, I one I time have, was at zero, like 3,100 yeah. and I'm at 2,800. Yeah. Yeah. I'm around there. I'm like 3,000. Well, so I'm winning cause I have like 600. I, I was like, yeah, I was like, holy fuck. Tay followed me on fucking Twitter. I'm like, I'm going to get him on the Baller Lifestyle podcast. And I clicked on his page and he <laughs> follows roughly 600,000 people. I know, but I still That's told crazy. you you should yeah. reach out. Six. Because how many people do you think are DMing him? Six zero zero. That's not real. Well, how about, <laughs> I got another one. How about, uh, uh, I like turtles. That kid. Oh, I don't think I, oh, yeah, yeah. That kid's pretty funny. I know I like turtles. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I like News reporter is completely creeped out he's, by him. He's, he's so creepy. Uh, okay. Speaking of turtles, we have uh, a new. Oh yeah, a, tur- a turtle lives. A turtle lives tortoise. here at the Ball Lifestyle World Headquarters now. Oh, that thing's gonna outlive you. Yeah, it's gonna live forever. Uh, okay, okay. What else is going on in the world of pop culture? Uh, so besides Tayson Day following me on Twitter. <laughs> Um, a judge awarded Taylor Swift the dollar she uh, was looking for in her sexual assault case. I don't. I know this is a this is a prejudgment on my part a, because a, I hate Taylor a, Swift. A jury found that she was in fact like morning DJs sexually assaulted. Well, that's not what they found. They did not find that. What? Uh, well, well go go through it, and then I we, I want to talk about the one dollar thing. Uh, oh yeah. Well, what what was the, the call, like? What was the whole Mueller case? Guilty of assault and battery. They did. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So here's the thing: just yeah. don't touch girls on their tits or their ass. I mean, it was a real he said, she said, and yeah, the guy's a morning DJ. Worst piece of shit in the world. I but she's Taylor Swift in that picture that his hands not on her ass. That's somehow, what he said. His hand is on. It's like you don't need to. It's not. And like, oh, it might not be. There's it, no way he was is. going inside the G. Now, Tom Wopat from Dukes look. of Hazard, he recently <laughs> did dropped a finger and checked somebody's oil in their butt crack. <laughs> so gross. While performing on for, uh, a revival That's of Forty Second Street yeah. in Massachusetts, which is the real crime, obviously. <laughs> Um, but Is I that Luke Duke? Yeah, Luke Duke. Uh, oh, you were out of the country. And no, no, we 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 talked about. It. Right. I just couldn't remember which one. He's oh, Luke I don't right? know. No, I think he might be. Yeah, the, is the John Schneider? Bo is the blonde? John right? Schneider. He's Bo. Yeah, this is Luke. I was always a Luke guy too. Yeah, Luke was but, my guy. It, Schneider had too much going on with the hair. And yeah. Stuff. I, yeah. Wopat was my guy. Wopat was my guy. And then they got those Duke cousins like Coy and. 
Vance. Vance, that's right. Coy and Vance. When they, there was like a contract standoff, and they're like, all right, we'll just replace yes. you with another yes. blonde. Didn't work. And, and Didn't work. that dude. <laughs> yes. A lot of contract. Remember Susan, Suzanne Summers? Like, she was killing it on Three's Company, and then she's like, hey, I want some more money. And they're like, hey, Suzanne Summers, nope. you're the biggest star on TV. Fuck off. And they just got yeah. some other blonde, Terry. See it, see it, Chrissy Snow. Here comes Terry. Yes. You know what? Hotter. Priscilla Barnes. Yeah. Pretty fucking good looking. Yeah. And great set of tits in uh, mall rats. Yeah, totally agree. I feel like 100. that wouldn't have happened to a she guy. Had, back she had then. the third nip. Yeah, it happened to Eric Estrada. They replaced him with Bruce fucking Jenner. On chips? Yes. Yes. Bruce Jenner yeah. was on chips. Yes. Of course he Fine. was. I don't know this stuff. I know. I well, you're, in a, you're from a Australia. The same TV you, references. You could tell us about Hugh Jackman on Neighbors <laughs> or <laughs> Home and Away. Uh, okay, what else is going on, Kate? Um, I keep seeing magazines, including Us Weekly, which is supposed to like uh, know that's the real news. About, that's the real news. Us Weekly saying that Angelina and Brad have called off or cooled the no, divorce talks. No, no, not true. No. I get my what real was news. He had a drinking problem. Was that? Well, here's that the, the thing. I mean, like there was like an episode on a plane. He was definitely drunk. They were, yeah. they got in a fight. He oh probably took some Ambien. If and I was in an, if I had six and kids and I was in enclosed space with them, oh my God, marriage. I'd be but drinking. She, okay. This I is would a, always be on Ambien. Yeah. And this is a reason they will never reconcile. She made extremely damaging allegations against Brad. She claimed he was abusive to their kids. Okay. That's That's no joke. That's fucked. So there was a huge investigation that was triggered by these allegations, which, and he was ultimately exonerated. He's a dopey stoner. Does he, okay. does he strike anybody as somebody that uh, could be abusive? Once you've, once you've gone down that road. He's no Bing Crosby. Like, there's no turning back. Yeah. That yeah. dude fucking no, straight up punches a, sons in the face. Yeah, so they're just um, trying to figure out the <sighs> custody and my f- uh, property. My favorite part of this is that just after they broke up, the, the story was that, um, that Brad had quit drinking had quit smoking weed and he was just holed up in his mansion sculpting. Oh, oh no. Like a, being John Malkovich, <laughs> yes. he's becoming a puppet, yes. puppeteer. He was sculpting things for Angie. I don't know. I don't know. If there was, oh, just to, was that, cathartic. That was, yeah, that was his process of recovery is just to fucking, I'm just going to go sculpt. Hey, man, don't call me. I'm going to be at home. Sculpting studio. And I'm, I'm going to be fucking sculpting. Like, if you need to get a hold of me, you're going to have to wait. Because I'm going to have clay all over I'm my making hands. fucking sculptures, okay? That's what I do now. Angie, I'm, I'm going through my Rodin phase. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kate, I what else? he's um, sculpting with bronze. No, though. no. All right. Um, okay, so we talked about Usher and his herpes. Oh, Ed, did you? Did yeah, you? I, I listened to you. I, I was not part of the discussion, now, but Ed, I didn't hear that. Ed, last week's guest host, Mark the Nomad, he played at Koi. I feel like you might be better able to answer this question, having yeah. spent a lot of time in the greater Baltimore area. When, when you are afflicted with herpes, and again, you're the kind of guy that could answer this question. Do hey, wait you, a second. Do you, are you, a, do you, can you always give somebody else herpes or do you need to actually be God, Brian, you could Google this. in an I, outbreak to give someone else herpes? Brian only wants I to I am under the impression, I mean, yeah. you, you have to remember, I one time had a roommate who turned out to be Craig's, Craigslist threesome guy. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I think he's got herpes. I think, well, I don't want to pass judgment, right? But I've just I've known about some shit. <laughs> um, he was the, he was the kind of guy who you'd hear 
somebody pissing in the middle of the night and you realize he hadn't found the bathroom. He's just in the middle of the room pissing. Uh, but I do think it's a... F- I could be wrong, but I do think it's a flare-up type right. thing. Yes, that's what I thought. And And I also kind of remember it from reading... When I was a lifeguard back Catch in the day, 22. I would just read every, read any random book. I read the autobiography of uh, Robin from Burt Ward. Was that his name? Oh yeah, uh, yes, Burt Ward. <laughs> he talked about like gonorrhea, and it was like Adam a whole West book about fuck. STDs. Yeah. yeah, those dudes used to fucking roll up on parties and fuck. Yeah. So, so Kate, speaking of herpes. What what's so going on? Usher, with Usher was dealing with flare up issues. Okay, well, so he's people got are like suing three him. people trying to sue him now for Ed, allegedly Ed, exposing them to her without letting them know that he had it. Two women are suing him, and one man and a dude suing him for giving them herpes. That's right. Yeah, there's actually four people: three women and a man. Oh, right. Okay, um, that's a good he, ratio. He is not going to settle with these people. At the moment. Well, because then you got to pay everybody you exposed. It does come down to a cost-benefit yeah, thing. Like how much it. it costs to defend yourself against a lawsuit right. versus how much it costs to settle and end it. So we'll see. But at the moment, he's he's uh, in the not settling phase. Nice. I'm I hanging there, not, I like rap. I do not like R&B. Me either. But You Make Me Want It was was a pretty pretty good jam uh, back in the day. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not familiar with that. That was Usher's like catalog. when he was like 16 and he got famous off that song. That yeah. Fun. Yeah, that was a huge hit. Is he like, did Boys to Men find him or who brought us Usher? Not is, sure. he, is he in the ABC, TBD, I East Coast like, family? I feel like it's been about 20 years though. He's been out there for a while. Yeah, I know. He's been around. He's got a lot of dough. He almost got married to Chili from TLC and then they didn't. And now he's married to some other broad. Who, yeah. who can't be happy about this herpes thing? <laughs> yeah, this this is a this is a tough cloud to hang So if match. you if you're herped up and you're married to somebody that's not herped up, are you like, babe, I'm ready to go. I'm so fucking horny right now. It's like, like baby face like, signed up. Oh, baby, can yeah, can if baby face Edmonds? Face records yeah, nineteen when he was like twelve. Do you think he's like, I'm ready to go, baby? I'm so hot. I'm ready to go. And she's like, hold on. And she rolls up with like the um with like the Sherlock Holmes magnifying glass and she just like holds it up by the tip and just like gives it all like let me check around the base. Okay, baby. Lift up them balls. Like, okay, I don't see any bumps. I don't see okay, we good. Okay, I don't see any bumps. Uh okay, Kate, what else is well, going let's on? Let's move on to my favorite story. Yeah. Brad Pitt sculptor? No. Oh. Okay, so John Popper. <laughs> oh, yes. Blues Traveler. Now, hold on. Is he deflated? Because I think he got, he was so fat. It looks like he's had gas. Yeah, yeah he got. He has had he, gas. He had the surgery, and then he got really into knives, I think. Oh, I think he's always been into the knives. He's really into weaponry. I happen to know he has a, he owns a cannon. He's had this weird, um, like, internet beef with this guy, a regular dude called Forrest Rutherford. Oh, okay. uh-huh. interesting. He's a Kentucky resident, works in social services, and, like, they have exchanged, like, you know, barbs. Yeah, online. Online. Yeah, oh, my God. Like, nothing major. Yeah. But Popper is really taken, like, he is, like, he's gone mental. Uh, he seems like a bit of a nut job. And that harmonica, oh, please. Yeah, only Stevie's allowed to play the other. Uh, so yes. Nobody else. He has basically doxxed this guy. 
Has he? Been, yes, he's, he has posted did his he, full name and address and aerial pictures of his home. Did he have it coming? What was the, what was the like the, the, the genesis the last straw? Like yeah. what was the thing that was like, all right, now I'm gonna fucking blow this dude. So up. it's because it sounds like this dude was like fucking with John Popper a grip. I guess what happened was um, back. It started back in 2014. Um, BuzzFeed writer Katie Notanopoulos. Natopolis, sorry. Yeah. Who's very funny. I follow her on Twitter. Reference oh, a rumor about Popper on Twitter. Yes. Um, the singer found the tweet and replied with lewd remarks to her. Oh, see, not cool. And Rutherford, this guy Rutherford jumped into the convo like you would on Twitter. Right. And with some barbs of his own. Oh. That's how it started. I don't think he, I don't have the thread. I don't know sure. what he wrote. Sure. Um, the Daily Beast is basically didn't say that it was anything like yeah, crazy. Yeah. And Rutherford said it's never been like this way from my end where I posted his personal info or said anything threatening. You can call him a washed up rock star or a fucking idiot, but it's nothing along the lines of what has happened to me. Yes. Anyway, so, so yeah. I think that Rutherford said he thought tensions cooled when he congratulated Popper on becoming a father in 2015. Mm, somebody and then lately, he, um, Popper became hostile again because a bot that posts random segments of Rutherford's previous tweets created some <laughs> nonsense sentence uh, that happened to have Popper's name uh, in it. Oh, shit. Oh shit. So this Rutherford guy's a known guy. He has a He's bot somebody. which tweets under the name Assbot. And it gained notoriety oh, no. in the summer of 2016 when a friend who created the bot <laughs> programmed bot. it to instantly tweet yeah, back ass. each time Donald Trump posted on oh, Twitter. What a time to be alive. Um, and basically, <laughs> is, the bot it mostly Trump. tweets yeah. jumbled sentences about baseball and professional wrestling. But several weeks ago, Popper <laughs> discovered one of these incomprehensible yep. sentence fragments. Presumably, when he was searching his own name yeah, on Twitter, loser, loser. he responds to some gibberish tweet with Popper in it and the word chestnut, which is the name of Rutherford Street. Um, he, Popper oh, wow. is also taken to his face, Facebook fan page to repost Rutherford's personal information. And then um, Popper's fans have been um, posting death threats and saying they're going to sick the Mexican cartel this, oh my God. and it's just gotten really out of hand so, and Twitter won't do anything about it. He's reported it to Twitter. It's You can't do that. You can't post yes. people's personal information it's like fucked. that. Yeah. But it it's, it's a bridge too far. Anyway. Can you imagine having your identity be wrapped up with Blues Traveler? <laughs> like, oh, like this worst. poor fucking guy. Has, he says in this Daily Beast article that he has had to yeah. um, tell his family, assure them yeah. that they're safe and nothing's going to happen to yeah. them. Yeah. Hey, you guys. But like, but like people in town, like see him like, yeah. oh yeah, that's that blues yeah. traveler yeah. guy. who's like all wrapped up. It's with guys like traveler. truth is stranger than fiction. It's a good story. Like as long as I don't get hurt or anything. He, it's like, <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like somebody's walking down the street in Hoboken and they see Ed coming on the way and they're like, oh, guys, cross the street, cross the street. Why? Why? Well, I don't, I don't know exactly, but that guy coming towards us, he's got something to do with spin doctors and I'm not sure what it is, <laughs> but I don't, I just don't want to, I don't want to mix it up with them. Let's just go. Right. I'm not sure what it is, but that guy has something to do with the runaround. Yes. Isn't that the name of yeah, the big song? Yes. <laughs> Lead harmonica. Just imagine 10 years ago, I was like, guys, you're not going to believe this. I'm from the future. And I just want to let you know, in a decade, the president of the United States is going to be Donald Trump. 
and the three biggest celebrities in the world are going to be Hot Felon, LeVar Ball, and Asbot. Like, you wouldn't believe me. You, you'd be like, shut the fuck up. And yet, here we are. All those, but all those things have come true. All you have to do, they're all, st- st- none of them will make sense, except one quick glance at Hot Felon. <laughs> oh, and then you're like, oh yeah, you'd be like, sense. well, I get it. <laughs> he's dreamy. I get it. He's dreamy he's as fuck. Dreamy. He's, he's so fucking dreamy. Uh, Blues Traveler, just such a terrible band. Really, really hate them. And I wasn't sure. Like if it was, it was almost like Weird Alice. Like it didn't seem like it was know, a serious band, but it was. Yeah, like it was. But like I remember hearing it for the first time yeah. and being like, "Oh, this is this is real. Yeah. This is some, somebody's doing this on purpose." Awful, just so bad. Uh, okay, Kate. Good. What else? Anything? Yeah, I have a last story about gathering at the Juggalos. Oh, oh favorite. We were gonna go to this. They moved it to Oklahoma. Yes. Normally it's in Pennsylvania or Ohio, but it's this year in they're Ohio, like Ohio, Illinois. Yeah. They wanted to somewhere they wanted else. to give a little uh, access to to Native Americans, right? Right. right. They, it did or, not go well. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you think the tribal elders wanted to hit the gathering? Yeah. Like, hey, Cherokee, like they're like, hey, we like face paint too. Like, let's get, let's do this together. Uh, also, Barry Switzer. Like, let's get Coach Switzer out. Here. Yeah, let's get Barry Switzer. Let's have a sweat lodge. We'll do the whole thing. Sweat lodge. Give it, Barry Switzer can judge the Fago launching contest. Bos, well, Bosworth, What's Jamel Fago? Holloway, and the, the, the tribal elders. The soda, that, the soda that they drink. The Juggalos right. drink Fago soda. There you go. So, so what, what, what happened at the, at the oh, gathering? Oh, this is good thing. <laughs> okay, this is the first time the psycho porn shanty town ventured into the Bible Belt. Yes. Oh, you got a video going there. Code red. Start from. Oh my god! Don't you hate that? It's auto video. Bullshit. For shame. Bullshit. For shame. I thought we'd be videos. past this by now, and it's Me only gotten too. worse. Don't yeah. they know that you just turn it off as fast or close the fucking window as there fast as you can? Software that you can install. Like and also, to am I caught in some sort of vortex where every site I go on now asks me if I'm okay with cookies? Yeah, what are I get cookies? It all, like, all the time. Leave me alone with the cookies. Yes. Just, just do what websites are supposed to do. Leave me alone with the cookies. The fucking cookies. The cookie right. monster. Let's get back to the juggalo. Like you have a choice with the yeah. cookies. Let's let's get back to the juggalo yes. and in Switzer. In previous seventeen years. The gathering, as it's known, has taken place in seven locations in three states, Michigan, right. Ohio, Illinois. Over the last that decade, sounds about it's right. initial resistance from communities in which it's held. But that skepticism usually wanes out after a day or two because they're not really doing they're not like rampaging the town and like running wild. Like you figure you figure a lot of communities would be hot for the juggalo tourism dollar. Um, okay, so I have a quote. Yeah. Every time we come into a new town, it's all, always the same. Jump steady, the juggalo persona of Violent Jay's brother and oh. gathering co-founder <laughs> Rob Bruce told a packed tent. This is, this, is like, this is like the guy that does the splits, brother. Everyone's up in arms. <laughs> Except it's Violent Jay's brother. They're buying brother. guns. They think juggalos are going to be running through the streets, tipping co- cars over but and shit. Not. When they get here... Then they cool start to fuck. see that ain't the case. They're just and drinking the Fago. Yeah. Fago and lots of clown sex. Yeah, and, um, and so ecstasy. As I was saying, this is the first time they'd ventured into the Bible Belt. And 
you know, simple logistics for ICP shows, that's Insane Clown Posse, which no, headlines the gathering, yeah. have become more also vanilla ISIS plan. ever since the FBI publicly labeled Juggalos a gang. Yeah, that's kind the of branding Insane Clown principles, Violent J and Shaggy Tudo plan to protest with a Juggalo march if you guys are in Washington on September 16th. Oh, and you might want to go up there for we're the paint, march. We're painting up, Ed. Um, but the Oklahoma, yeah, I think I think I'd need to support Oklahoma yeah, City Police Department wasn't having any of it, and they really went overboard. They were posting up as um, undercover cops, posting up as medics, um, uh, arresting chicks for going topless. Uh, see what's up, Oklahoma? So, like, minor marijuana uh, busts. Yeah, yeah just lame. Really trying to like cause trouble where there was none. Lame. Fun police. So, um, yeah, so the gathering, What's, a lot of people you know, are down on Oklahoma after this. You know, in like 20 years, somebody's going to be sifting through their parents' like old oh, pictures. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. then they're going to be like piecing it together what and be like, yeah. wait a second. What? When was that? And they're like, oh, that was in <laughs> July of 2017. You're like, Conceived at the oh, gathering. Nine months plus <laughs> 20 years. Oh my God! I was conceived by two people in clown makeup. <laughs> I always wondered why you named me Violent J. <laughs> so it was kind of a bust. I mean, the gathering did, it wasn't shut down. The ICP played a full headlining set, complete with Fago showers. Yeah. Um, but oh, that's gonna be horrible. So um, sticky, like sticky so soda. Sticky. Yeah. One juggalette said, "I will literally avoid the entire state of Oklahoma for the rest of my life." Her and the rest of us. She goes by the name yeah. Arika Cross. She said it was yeah. whack. Yeah, whack Arika as fuck. Arika Cross. Arika Cross. Double A. Um, work, on, it's, work on that nickname. Am I the only one that sees a fucking obvious solution here? This is really sad. One person said that the way they treated me, they treated me like garbage. Yeah, so up. Up. The gathering is my Christmas. That's right. <laughs> when I get home, I start saving <laughs> for the next one. I'm going to cry. And this broke my heart. Yeah. This is so sad. Uh, save up for the gathering. I think there's an obvious solution here, and that solution what? is fucking Florida. Like they would welcome. The- well, I the problem with that is they might not notice that it's going on. That's true. Like, like there's enough <laughs> going on in Florida that they might just think that's Tuesday and not gathering of the Juggalos. That's true. That's true. It's. Like, be, be cool. I mean, they've got they people eating faces down there. That's true. Swamp. Like, they're all of a sudden, they'll be like, how come fewer people are buying bath salts this week? Like, <laughs> last week, we were sold out of bath salts, and all of a sudden, like, something's different. Like, we're out of Fago, and we still have plenty of bath salts here. This is crazy. Uh, okay. I feel like yeah. Vanilla Ice must perform in Florida a lot, too. Oh, I'm pretty sure he lives there. I believe Vanilla Ice... Has is a contractor and has a contractor's reality show where oh, he really? builds houses. Imagine Vanilla Ice was your fucking contractor. Yeah, I'm guessing there's a lot of uh, downtime. Be like, yeah, we're getting around to it. Never. But I had to. N- never. T- I, I, yeah, I'll yeah. get to it. I just had to collaborate and listen for a little bit. So <laughs> stop. Uh, stop. Stop. Sorry, I stepped on that great joke. Uh, okay, that's it, right, Kate? That's it. Okay, fantastic job. Ed Daly, so stoked to have you back. It's just like Good to be feeling back. Ed, you like were gone yeah. forever. Yeah. Where have you been? In the UK. Yeah. Uh, Spain in the UK. Yeah. You poor thing. Yeah. Are you okay? 
I'm better. doing well. He's better I'm now. Well. Okay, so for a daily for Fancy Sauce, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode 182 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you next week. Yeah. Goodbye. Catch you next time.